Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to This Side of the Ceiling. Join us as we open up the Bible and invite the Holy Spirit to teach us. I'm Jill. And I'm Kelsey. As Christians, we've been told that in this world we will have trouble. But we take heart that God has given us everything we need for life and godliness on this side of the ceiling. Hello, welcome back to this side of the ceiling. And we are still in the book of James. Oh yeah. We have learned that James was the brother of Jesus and probably spent a lot of one-on-one time with Jesus. Lots of day-in, day-out Yeah, like a sibling would. Yeah, with Jesus. He knew all the family inside jokes. Yeah, and at the beginning, James didn't believe. Right. But then Jesus came to him, and he saw the risen Jesus face-to-face. It completely changed him. And so then James is a leader of the first, one of the first churches in Jerusalem, and we know that he was a prominent leader from reading Acts, and so he wrote a book called James. Yeah, and it's jam-packed with practical right. things that uh, to help us that are amazingly still very, his relevant. examples, yeah, are relevant today, very good at giving us metaphors and examples and um I think he he got all that from Jesus. Right. You know, a lot of it you can look back and see Sermon on the Mount, kind of a very practical Sermon, Sermon on the Mount lived out. Right. And then also probably just from the time he spent with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to jump right in, and it starts out with just a quick punch right here at 119. And honestly, I need to remind myself these little nine words mm-hmm. Every day. Right. Because it says, Know this, my beloved brothers and sisters, everyone should be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Mm-hmm. You know, I can remember my grandmother telling me, you know, Jill, that's why God gave you two ears and two <laughs> eyes and only one mouth. <laughs> so we should be quick to listen. Right. And uh, slow to speak and, and slow to become angry. This is harder for some of us. I, I'm a word person. So right. this is... This is hard for me because I, and a lot of times I'm thinking about what I want to say instead mm-hmm. of really listening. Right. So there is a whole lot we can learn from this. And since we've been talking about James knowing Jesus, I, I do think it Jesus never asks us to do anything that he doesn't model for us. Right. And so um, if he's asking us to be quick to listen, I think he probably was too. And mm-hmm. and God is. Jesus was fully God. So. Right. Um, look, we, we have some verses about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Psalm 55, which I don't know who wrote this psalm, and it's talking about God. But in Psalm 55, it just says, But I call to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon, I utter my complaint, and, and I moan, and He hears me. Yeah, so He's quick to listen. Yeah. He hears that. And then in First Peter chapter three, Peter's quoting scripture, but he in 
verse 11, verse 12, he says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. Oh, yeah. So the Lord's ears are attentive to our prayers. And then in Jeremiah 33, verse 3, Call to me, and I will answer you, and tell you great and unsearchable things you did not know. So God hears your call. I love that verse, too, because especially it, I don't think we call each other very much anymore. People tend to text, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. and, and when you, I don't know, I'm impatient, I guess, but when I call someone, I'm, I really want the, like, you're good at answering my phone call. Like you have a watch or whatever, but you know, sometimes you, you really just need to say one thing to your husband or to your somebody and, and they don't answer really quick. And right. so this verse, I know it wasn't talking about telephones, right. but it says, call to me. I will answer you. Right. It's just like. Yeah. I will answer I'm you. Here waiting. Yes. And then it says, not only will I answer you, answer you I'm going to tell you some really cool stuff. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you some stuff that you don't know. Yeah. Which as, I don't know, I, I tend to, maybe I'm labeling, but I think females, we like, we like the deets, you know? Right. We, so give us the tea. And so Jesus or God says, call to me and I'll answer you and I'll tell you something pretty interesting. Right. So that's good. Um, but then also being quick to listen and being slow to answer, to speak. Right. And I think Jesus modeled this really well. Yeah. I, in particular, think of the situation with the woman caught in adultery. Yeah, that's a good one. When he just writes on the ground, we're not really even sure what he wrote, but it seemed to be just calm the crowd and calm the accusers. And I'm sure it even got her attention as he's writing on the ground and he's just slow to speak. And then what he does say is significant. You know, those that have no sin cast the first stone. Yeah. Just lots of wisdom but I think the patience before that the slow to speak and wisdom comes out yeah and it's just like you said it calmed the situation I think they were even like asking him questions and he's just mm-hmm. drawing in the dirt you know right. like yeah. let's let yeah. temper simmer down and you know I think about the trial too when he he talks to Pilate a little bit but they take him to Herod and it makes it sound like oh Herod's been excited to see this guy and he right. kind of wants Jesus to perform mm-hmm. and he asks Jesus all these things and Jesus just doesn't say a word. Right. He it's, realizes it's going to fall on deaf ears. Yeah, it's not helpful at all. Right. And so he chooses not to speak. Right. Such good examples mm-hmm. um, and good reminders. Um and then slow to anger. I think this is an attribute of God that God uses to describe himself. And I I want to read this because back in Exodus 34 um, this is the story where Moses is up on the mountain with God and he is, the people have, he's doing this again because he's already taken the Ten Commandments once and the people made the golden calf and they, Moses threw the tablets and so he's back up with God again. And it says, I'm going to read in verse uh, 5, the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there, stood with Moses. Mm-hmm. And he proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed. So this is how God is choosing to kind of introduce himself. This is my name. The Lord, the Lord, a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness keeping steadfast love for thousands, 
forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And it goes on a little bit, but I love that he describes himself as slow to anger. Yeah. Better than slow to love and abounding in anger. Right? Right. You know, he's yeah. slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you had a parent, but I had one parent that was easier to anger. You know, <laughs> as a kid, yeah. you, you, you know the line. Right, yeah. And, um, you know, a slow to anger it is a comfortable place to be. Yeah, and I, I really think when someone is slow to anger, it makes a better point. When you're on the anger side of it, you know, when you probably need to get in trouble. Right. The anger just kind of, you know, you just kind of turn your back and def- try to defuse the situation. But the slow to anger when you've disappointed someone really makes a statement, I think, when they don't, you deserve the anger. Yeah, that's true. And when you said that made me think the time that we think about Jesus getting angry in the temple was right. a big deal. Yeah. Because we know he was slow to anger. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when he was angry, right. that, that justified. it was justified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then as we move on in James chapter 1, verse 21, after he says those nine words that are good to remember, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. But it says in verse 21, Therefore get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. Which I really latched on to that word planted in Mm -hmm. you. The Mm -hmm. word planted, because I thought about James being the brother of Jesus. And you know he learned all this stuff from Jesus. Yeah. And heard these sermons or these parables or these stories multiple times. I'm guessing Jesus told these more than once. Yeah, because he was traveling around. And so that, that word planted in you, I can see James pulling from the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. When Jesus tells the parable about the different soils, and then he explains that parable. You know, we get, there are very few parables that Jesus actually explains, but the parable of the sower is one that he explains. And in Matthew chapter 13, it says, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, The evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who received the seed that fell on rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the man who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. And so all these seeds have been dropped into what Jesus calls their heart, the word, and they've been planted. But so all of them heard the word, but only one of them let it grow roots and bear fruit. Mm-hmm. And so I think that word, the word planted in you, you know, I think of when something is planted, it grows both down into the roots very deep. So he wants that word to be deep planted in you, but then it also produces fruit. You know, you get growing up and out. 
and changing and growing. And so I like that, um, just the way that that's worded, the word humbly accept the word planted in you. Because that's the parable of the sower when the heart is humbly accepting that word that's been planted in the heart. Yeah, and we can't make it produce the fruit, but we receive, it's how we receive mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And we contend that soil. Yeah, and we can allow the light and the water. Right. Um, to penetrate that. And so. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a great analogy. Well, if we keep going, we want to get to the end of the chapter today. So verse 22 through 24 says this, But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. I mean, James does not waste, you know, he goes from one thing to the other. And here he's saying, we can be deceived thinking that we are uh, Christians and just listening. Right. But that really, we our faith needs to be action be put into action and right. James is going to talk more about this mm -hmm. but he but he tells us that the motivation should come from this idea that we have looked into the perfect law the law of liberty of grace right and so he says because of what God has done for us that should motivate us mm -hmm. it makes me think of the verse in first John first John 3:18 which says, little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in right. truth. Yeah. You know, this idea that love is action. It's not mm -hmm. just talk. And we know that with right. in our relationships. Mm -hmm. you, you can say, I love you all day long, but if... You don't show it. Yeah, it doesn't mean mm -hmm. anything. And, and then James is going to tell us what it looks like. He right. goes right into saying, if you think you're religious... If you think you're religious and you do not bridle your tongue, you deceive your heart, and this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the Father, is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Yeah, so he tells us it's worthless if we can't control our tongue. Yeah, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's the really good place to start. Like, yeah. You know. Talk about slow to speak. <laughs> yeah, isn't that true? Yeah. Like, if we're going to be accountable for every word, if we mm -hmm. we might should slow down. Right. Yeah. I, I, I. It goes better for me when I slow down. When I take a deep breath, and slow down, and think, how am I going to respond instead of just reacting? Yeah. I, I'm so bad at that. In fact, that's a big saying that my husband likes to tell me is now. Remember, like. Go, go slow to go fast yeah. <laughs> because I want to go fast and, right. and that's when you drop something and break mm -hmm. it or spill something. And, and it's the same with your words mm -hmm. to really think about it because, you know, if we can't control our tongue, it's worthless. Yeah. And I think you've said this before, but there are times where I do really good controlling my tongue and then the next time the same thing happens, I'd lose it. I know. And I, you know, so... So, yeah, it's not just a one-time, yay, I've controlled my tongue. Yeah. It has to be a habit and a consistent pattern. It does. And I think, again, I think this is harder for us as women, typically. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, I have to tell myself, I don't have to say everything I know. Right. 
it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, slow to speak. Right. Yeah, control the tongue. That's right. And and James says that's what it doesn't look like. But here's what it does look like is to take care of widows and orphans. And, you know, these were the people that were vulnerable, the most vulnerable in that time. Right. So I do think it is good to take care of widows now and orphans now. But mm-hmm. really what he's saying is the vulnerable around you, the people that can't return the favor. Right. You know, you need to be helping their load be lighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not, that reminds me of the parable with Lazarus and, mm-hmm. you know, the one who sat by his porch, who the rich man never saw Lazarus. Right. And so he says, your faith is not doing me any good if you don't, if you're it not is, helping. And you have to see them first yeah, and to be able to help them. To help the vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But that's what you tend to think. I right. hear people say, pre-religion, take care of the orphans and widows. Right. But there is one other part. Yeah. <laughs> says, and... And keep oneself unstained from the world. Mm-hmm. That's hard, too, because I really don't want like to admit how much of the world I have on me. Right. Because the world is constantly telling us, dress like this, watch this, listen to this. And I, mm-hmm. I, I want to because you're hearing, oh, this is so funny or, oh, this is so great. Yeah. You know, even I can remember when those... What are those real comfortable shoes that came in? And I thought, those are the most ugliest shoes I've ever seen in my life. I'll never buy those shoes. The Hoka? No, it's the ones with the two straps over them. And sure enough, I bought them because they were, you know, all of a sudden, everybody had them. And all of a sudden, well, maybe those are cute. Oh, they're so comfortable. But I can remember thinking, those are the ugliest shoe. But... Then the world gets on you, and right. you are stained by them. And all of a sudden, you think, "I need that shoe." Yeah, yeah. Birkenstocks. Oh, Birkenstock. everybody probably loves Birkenstocks, <laughs> and I do too. Now they right. feel very comfortable. But I can remember thinking, "Those are the ugliest shoes. I will never buy them." And I now own Birkenstocks. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think it's you that also said that you know the bird's gonna fly over our head but we don't have to let it nest there so we don't have to let it stain us you know that's right takes some time that's true get to get you stained that's right and you know if something spills on us we can wipe it off you know we can let that grace wipe it off a stain is going to be bad if you don't treat it right you know so yeah my dad used to always say that i don't know that it was original to him but you know, you can't keep the bird from flying over your head, but you sure can keep it from building a nest. Mm-hmm. So, he's also the one that um, likes to call this this side of the ceiling. And I, I think that for as long as we're on this side of the ceiling, we're going to struggle with controlling our tongues and being quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry. angry. Yeah, but James, James reminds us. he does. And we need that reminder. Thanks for listening and journeying with us on this side of the ceiling. See you next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.